Hello. Hello. Happy Sunday. Are you ready to do this? What? Are you ready to do this? I'm so ready. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. Um, hi there. I'm Viv, your host of COVID Bites, a conversation where you don't have to shower or shave to pull up a chair. Coffee or wine is optional, but giving yourself 15 minutes to connect with others a must. This podcast is a check-in with friends from all over the world or just around the corner in Golden Valley to understand their what's during this time. What do they miss? What have they learned? What are they grateful for or not? And who knows, maybe one of their what's could turn into a do for you too. Season two takes us to new friends, new stories, as well as a check-in with old because yes, we are still in this thing called COVID. Today, we are reconnecting with Twyla. Twyla is my North Dakotan friend who is now living in Minneapolis after spending some time in New York. She lives in Golden Valley, a suburb of Minneapolis, is amicably, amicably, oh my gosh, do you know I still stuttered on that word in the last <laughs> podcast that we did, is amicably divorced with two teenagers, Tuco and Ronnie. She is an avid gardener, wine drinker, beer drinker, dinner and party host. Twyla alternatively loves and hates people. She is an independent IT consultant who specializes in business and analysis, team leadership, development, and general firefighting. She likes to build things and build things with people. For example, three pizza ovens. Bringing people together and community are a personal mission for Twyla. Connecting people and expanding minds, sharing ideas, and helping people inspire each other is what keeps her up at night in a good way. And with that, my wonderful friend. Hi, Twyla. Hey, Viv. What a day to be talking. It's It's been a wow. week. There's COVID, <laughs> elections, the results, finally. So how are you doing today? You know, I was thinking about what we would talk about here. And I think about like that scene from a fish called Wanda or several times right where like mm-hmm. uh where Kevin Klein's character says what was the middle part because I feel like there's been in some there's been such a huge so much has happened since the last time we talked right like you know mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't appreciate Trump then I certainly don't now but so much has happened between then and now that is mind-numbing when we talked George Floyd hadn't happened Breonna Taylor hadn't happened Um, Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter became so much more important Um, oh my goodness you know Biden was nominated and uh, that whole thing happened and unfolded so it's like a storybook how everything that's happened and how everything has fit together or not and I think about you know you'd given me some ideas to think about and um, uh, one of the things that I I actually did come back to independently was the the Martin Luther quote where the battle rages there the loyalty of soldiers is proved Mm. Um, oh my god just I just got a chill just even saying that right now just that is that's what's been happening right and regardless 
which side you're on, it has become very clear where people stand on a lot of really important things. COVID being at the front of that, right? Whether you're willing to socially distance, whether you're mm-hmm. willing to mask up, uh, you know, and and then you flip that over on the political, you know, equation, and uh, you know, and we've talked about this with you know mm-hmm. with our friends and the whole uncertainty of like you know like I thought I knew someone and they voted for Trump um and what does that mean now you know where do we go from here how do we rebuild how do we reconnect in some ways I feel like in the months between when we talked last and now we've seen more separation but also more coming together and it's really amazing to me you know I I got a little bit braver and you know broke down a little bit and started socializing and you know you've mm. been over here with chocolate cake or not chocolate cake <laughs> wine and and cheese and and we've done that we've we've been able to do that safely and we wear masks and you know we socially distance um but in a lot of other ways um you know there's been a lot of separation from people where um you know, friends and family, like the recognition that that we're different and we have different ideas about what's important for this country. Mm. And, um, you know, and how do you how do you rebuild or reframe a relationship with someone who is important to you that you love, understanding that there's a fundamental difference in in what you think is important for our nation, which is not to be underestimated, given what we have seen in the months since we last talked. It's, you know, not even borderline fascism, right? It has been an all out assault on our democracy and we've got a lot of work to rebuild. No, no, I was just gonna say, going back to you, Sid, you said a really kind of poignant point just now around um, the separation yet coming together in different ways and I actually hadn't thought of it like that because I know you know regardless of side there's been a you know there's been kind of at this at the forefront the separation on you know like one side or the other mask no mask you know um red blue and and one thing I hadn't thought about it until you mentioned it now was coming together in a different way and 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 I think in terms of coming together like different people coming together who otherwise would not have come together do you see what right. i'm trying to get at right absolutely yeah and absolutely. and i and i think that's so that's so interesting and the conversations that are the further coming together conversations i was sitting um i went and had kind of like a fire pit evening with a friend of mine the other night and she was saying how over the past few months everything like just everything you mentioned in terms of COVID and George Floyd and Breonna Taylor um like they got to a point where they said enough's enough we actually have to take a stand like it's not enough just to it's not enough to silently have my vote you know like I'm not going to say anything but then when I go to the polling station I'll you know that's where my choice is we've actually got to say something and stand up in the moment as we see things happening. Yes. Um, And I just thought that was so interesting and that coming together around 
George Floyd and the coming together around Brianna. I mean, obviously, wouldn't want it to happen um, in terms of getting there, but just the other side of it in terms of um, what's what I'm looking for, just the cohesiveness in mm-hmm. in these situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's it's so interesting. Um, it's so important. Um, and then, I mean, funny enough, one one of the other quotes that you mentioned was. Um, uh, so you mentioned uh, where the battle Stephen rages. King. Yes. Yeah, Stephen King. Yes. Where the battle rages, there the loyalty of soldiers is proved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, yeah, I'm, I'm going to stop now and let you say something. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Yeah. And the set that was that was Martin Luther, right? And the second quote was um, was from Stephen King, which was on kindness, right? And it said, "You can. Yes. You should. And if you're brave enough to start." you will right and and that to me goes to the whole conversation that we have to start now right and um and a big part of that is is recognizing and i'm going to be perfectly candid here like you know as as a white middle class suburban human being like part of that that process now is um you know listening and absorbing from our friends that have something to say that you know that that has it's been they've been screaming it for a hundred years a hundred plus years and and now we're in a place where you know like we really have to step up we have to we have to listen and we have to talk to others you know because there's because because racism um is so can can be so subtle that it's there are a lot of people who do not think that they are racist but it is this willful ignorance to recognize mm-hmm. like the way we've been indoctrinated into what is right and what is wrong and as long as we aren't directly responsible for damage being brought to another human being we're not culpable is wrong and it's Yes, and it's giving it, and it's giving that voice. Like if you see something, say something. And I mean, in the yes. in, such a, in the kind of tech agile world that you've been, you and I have been in for a long time, that's kind of the you know, like if you see something, say something. Um, but that really goes to every every aspect of our lives. Um, and I think for me, what's been interesting over the last few months since you know we first spoke back. I think it was Easter weekend and now mm-hmm. yeah it's just you can't stay silent anymore you have to say something and you you don't get I was about to say luxury but I don't even know if it is a luxury you don't get the luxury of just staying silent you need to say something um we <clears throat> over the course of the elections even from outside of the country I had you know family friends reaching out and giving me their opinions and kind of just just not necessarily a conversation but just in terms of in essence trying to persuade me in terms of how I should be thinking and yeah and it was just interesting whereas normally I would have just kind of brushed it off and been like yeah whatever but even in the smallest things just turning around and saying you know we will disagree that's fine but you need to stop sending me this I do not agree with it so so just stop and I think sometimes it's as it's as easy I say in quotes but like it's as easy as just you know you don't have to like raise your brandish sword and go and fight to the hill you just need to have those small conversations to say stop 
or no, it's it's not okay. Um, it's drawing that line, right? Yeah, and I, I, you know, something I have learned repeatedly over you know the course of my adult life is that there are a lot of things, a lot of challenges where the, the solution is simple, but it's not easy, right? Like we understand mm-hmm. what it is. Like having that conversation is not easy and you don't know what the outcome is going to be. And sometimes it, it's going to be okay. And sometimes it's not going to be okay. But if we don't, if we don't at least try to have the conversation, um, then we're complicit too. And, um, and that's, that's kind of what it comes down to for me. Um, you know, one of the things you mentioned actually in terms of my signs was, you know, are they still up? And sadly they did not, they did not fare well into the summer, but, um, but I did have three, oh God, four lawn signs. I'm like borderline <laughs> crazy person. <laughs> and I had the one that I put up, I think it was actually last November. Um, you know, and I think that a lot of people have seen it now, not just mine, but like others, um, is the, um, any functioning adult 2020, which which has seen a lot of love. And, um, my second sign that I put up, I actually had made, and it was after I discovered the majesty of the Lincoln project. Um, and I was so inspired by them. I had a sign made that's completely black in the background with like white block letters that said America or Trump and um, and boy that got a lot of attention um, and then I also got a Republicans for Biden sign and a you know a Joe Biden or Biden Harris sign just to be absolutely clear <laughs> where I stand on the issue and, um, um, yeah no no go keep going no that's okay go um, I was gonna say when you say you got a, a lot of attention what type of attention like was yeah. it like just people hooting? Was it people actually coming up and talking to you about it? Were they coming? Like what? Yeah. What was the? So you know, I see a lot. Like a lot of people taking pictures of it. Um, there was one guy who actually took pictures and um, had postcards made and was sending them no, around okay. the world into different news organizations. Um, if curiously enough, um, um, they showed up somebody I didn't know the person posted them on Facebook on Facebook to Joe Biden's Facebook page yeah. um, um, but also there have been there's been some negative feedback too and in fact uh, somebody did sneak onto my lawn in the middle of the night one night and changed, put an F in front of the R so it said America for Trump mm. um, which was devastating <laughs> so I had to peel that off and move the sign to the front of my house so you know Maddie could alert me if anyone tried to mess with it Mm -hmm. um but yeah people have for the most part been very positive and very supportive as you know Minnesota went pretty blue and um and I'm super proud of us for that but uh but again you know to that whole thing like um you know Trump supporters not necessarily like like apart from the crazy people with like the twelve foot flags, right? They're pretty quiet, and mm. you, you don't you don't really know always, like who you might be talking to. And I don't mean to be, I don't mean to be you know um, um, like paranoid or anything, mm. but really, you know, I I don't think I've had 
a rational conversation with a Trump follower. Well, and I think when you said like you don't know who you're talking to, it I think it actually speaks to like it just speaks to a broader concept on like don't make assumptions just because somebody you know looks a particular way or is a particular sex or you know like don't just make those assumptions for example on how they would vote you know just because right. just because I'm a white woman in the burbs of Minneapolis don't just assume how I right. would vote and and that was clear to me when after the last election I was talking to somebody at our work and I completely made the assumption and I was you know having a moment on oh my gosh, I can't believe Clinton lost the election, you know, who would vote for Trump? And to her credit, she turned around and said, you know, Viv, I actually voted for Trump. And it wasn't, it wasn't um, combative. It was just more around the lines of like, yep, I did. And it just in that moment, to your point, like you just don't make assumptions. Um, and it, you, like, you can't even say that from like, even all the movements that are happening, like, stop making assumptions about what you see in front of you or who you see in right. front of you. Right. Um, right. It's just, it's just, oh my yeah. gosh. There's just, there's so many, like one of your other quotes is um, that you had on your lawn that we spoke about last time was please be kind. And I just, I'm really looking forward to what happens next. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, I'm, I'm ecstatic about um, the recent election results with Biden. Um, but in terms of that, what happens next is that healing. And, you know, that's another thing that as a society, we're going to have to be to each other is that kindness. And how do we move on? I Like, I just, I think there's a lot of yeah. fun right now. Yeah, I think that it's going to be, it's going to be slow and it's going to be painful because, you know, it's, it's, it's kindness and it's listening, but you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of education, you know, that needs to happen and Mm -hmm. reconciliation and, um, and in order to bring people together really effectively, you have to go through that. You know, I, I had, um, I had a conversation with, with a friend um, at some point during the summer who who said that he, he was interesting what he, he what he said was that um, you know we had a civil war and um, and it, it was sort of like the war ended and everything got tidied up and everybody moved on and then you know uh, women you know women had the vote and African Americans had the vote and you know and and now we're okay and and that's not that's not true that's not true at all and he compared it to actually you know what happened in South Africa with the Truth and Reconciliation Committee and that really I mean there needs to be that exercise here in the U.S. like there needs to be that that truth telling and the listening and the recognition of the pain and the loss and the grief that's gone on for hundreds of years yeah and uh and and that that you know, I, I don't know what it looks like, but some some form of recognition and atonement um, for us to really truly heal and move forward. That's just what I think. It's funny you mention that because same frame that I mentioned to you earlier, we literally got into that discussion on the Truth and Recon- Reconciliation Commission discussions that were had in South Africa and how um, what they felt the difference is, is that you know, back home in South Africa, we spoke about it. And I even remember when I first moved here, um, 
being a little bit surprised how they were just certain topics you just you know you don't talk about that or even being told like oh we don't talk about that as opposed to what why don't we talk or why like i just it, it just it, it's that whole mentality of all well, if we just push it under the rug you know no one yeah. no one will notice it until the the rug pushing becomes so big that people just trip over it and then they have to deal with it um that's right it's that's it's just right. really interesting um this always happens i say this on all the podcasts like i i said in the last one with my friend alex that i'm gonna start stop saying 15 minutes and just say you know a segment of your time um <laughs> <laughs> as we wrap up um what would what would you say to people you know like across the aisles as people are letting the news settle in regardless of size and 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 given the fact that we I'm I'm putting a lot on you for this quote so just know this better be amazing my friend um <laughs> but like knowing that I you know potentially are we in another lockdown coming up you know all this kind of stuff what would you say to people as they're kind of waking up this morning and and letting the news settle in oh yeah i mean i think it's it's still number 1 like we just we have to be kind if You know what I mean? And and, mm. and and if you can't be kind, you know you need to take a deep breath before you tell your story. And I think it's really important. It's really it's very simple. Like I I I I believe it's it's really really important for all of us to to take a deep breath and just calm our bodies and and have a have a glass of water before, you know, you say the next thing. Um and and I'm not even joking. I like take a deep breath, calm your body, have a glass of water and you know and and then maybe think about what you want to say next because um I, there's a lot of I can you can see it like even even emotions are still very high on mm. both sides. And um and the fact that we have a president who is not going to concede mm. um and he gives voice to people who are also willful you know they're they're afraid they're hysterical and we can't we can't get spun up in that hmm. and i would appeal i would appeal to everyone to just say you know what let's try and just take a deep breath calm our bodies have a glass of water see if we can just come at this from a place of reason right hmm. like just let's let's try and put our emotions aside for a minute and come at this from a place of reason and and I, that's all i can say right now and that could be covid and that could be the election and that could be god only knows what happens next right because it's been that kind of year like <laughs> i hope we've hit the climax of weirdness hmm. but we have no idea we've still got to you know we've got a ways to go um as you say that i was um it reminded me so on my wall i have this um posted note and i think it's from morgan freeman i might be giving him and like i'll just say it's from morgan freeman um <laughs> but the quote says and i and i have it as a reminder and the quote says self control is strength calmness is mastery you have to get to a point where your mood does not shift based on the insignificant actions of others amen um So, you know what? Here's to here's to the conversations that we can have coming out of this. Um, yeah. And I think I, I think Viv, you've got a long ways to go with this podcast. Ah, <laughs> oh, my wonderful friend and supporter. Um have enjoyed this most wonderful day that we have Oh my gosh. in Minnesota for us. Um and I will chat to you soon. All right. Is it too early for champagne? 
Uh, no. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, hun. All right. Love you. Bye.